This episode of In the Word on the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome Trillia Newble. Trillia is a wife and mom, in addition to being a conference speaker and Director of Community Outreach for the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission for the Southern Baptist Convention. You can read her writings on faith and family on websites such as Desiring God, the Gospel Coalition, and the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. She's also the author of many books, including her most recent, a Bible study of Romans chapter 8, entitled If God is for Us. Trillia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So Trillia, what verse do you have to share with us today that's meant a lot to you? Okay, well, let's start with Ephesians 2, verse 8, and really through 9. Ephesians 2, verse 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So if you were to put this verse in your own words, how would you paraphrase it? You have been saved by God's unmerited favor, and you didn't do a thing to to deserve it. (laughs) It was free. That's right. So what's the story here? This verse, you could have picked any verse. This is a well-known verse. What's your connection with this verse? The first time that I heard the gospel preached to me, I did not hear that in order to uh, become a Christian, you were, you would put your faith and trust in the work of Jesus Christ. I heard that to be a Christian, you have to do a certain amount of good things. Hmm. Otherwise, you cannot be saved. And so when I first heard about Jesus, my understanding was that it was a whole lot of work. Hmm. And it was in order to be saved, I had to be pretty darn good. And I could, and so I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried and tried and tried. And then I, I gave up because I was like, God, I can't, I can't do that. So I went my own way. And it wasn't until a young girl shared the gospel with me that I understood that I could know Jesus. And he would save me based on his um, saving grace and work. And that if I put my faith and trust in his finished work, <laughs> then yes. I would be saved. And I repent of my sin and turn. Then I could know this God that that seemed like a little bit of aloof to me. Mm. So... I was at 22 years old and became a Christian. And so I remember because I had, I hadn't, I've read the scriptures before, but I, I didn't understand any of it because my, 
I, I wasn't a Christian, so I was just reading. And I remember when I came to Ephesians 2 and I read, it is by grace you have been saved hmm. and it is not a result of works. No one can boast. Our only boast is in Jesus Christ. I wept. Hmm. I wept. And it was so true. And it was so freeing. It was so freeing. So for me, it is about uh, my story and how God just used it to show me and I, how I read it with new eyes. And yes. I knew at that moment that I had been born again. When we look back and see moments in our lives when the Lord just breaks into our hearts and the light and the goodness of the gospel flood in. Yeah. What a blessing. Yes. Yeah. So I want to read this verse again. Before I do that, what do we need to know about the context to set the stage for this verse? Well, it's interesting because most of Paul's letters are written as somewhat of a correction or they're, this book was not mm. written in that vain. They, there wasn't something going on in the church. Now, right. when we read Revelation, we see that Jesus is warning them not to forget this gospel that they that they knew. But in this right right now, what's going on in um, Ephesus, there there was some sorcery and other other things that were going on in the culture. But right. but in the actual church, he's writing just a letter uh, that's it's more kind of instructive and encouraging than it is to correct. So he's setting out like proactively, here are the things that are important for you to know as a church. He's not really saying, here's five things you need to fix. So that'd be more like First Corinthians. Yes, yes, yes. And it's all about Jesus and the glory of God and the glory of Christ. And we see that and how we are so it's about our relationship with God and then our relationship to one another and then how we live it out. And so that's the kind of the book of Ephesians. Great. So we pick up then in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. And I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. Here's what it says. For you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. So what does this verse teach us about what our God is like? Well, God is a gracious and merciful God. If you have been saved by grace, it, and it is a gift of God, then grace is, some people have called it, called it unmerited favor. It is gratuitous. It's uncalled for. It is, um, and if it is a gift, then God, who is holy and just and awesome and set apart, is the giver of good things. And so... Mm. This God is a merciful and gracious God. So when we think about this verse, often we think about it in terms of how a person became a Christian. So sometimes it's like, well, like John 3, 16, it's easy to kind of move past that in our Christian life. How would you say this verse affects our Christian living after becoming Christians? Well, we have no boast but Christ. And so it reminds us that any good thing <laughs> that we see in ourselves is only a gift of God because our only boast is Jesus. And so anything is a fruit of God's grace to us. And so it just reminds us that everything good, all good things come from the Father of who gives good gifts. So what's a good question that individuals can think about or families can discuss together after this episode related to these verses? 
Well, for a family, I think you could ask yourself, well, do you know this grace? Hmm. Have you moved away from grace? And, or do you know it? Do you know this grace that God has given? And if not, then, then you could talk about the gospel. Talk about the gospel with one another and what it means. Well, what are some signs that I would know if I'm, as a Christian, moving away from grace? I think if you are consistently condemned about your sin and not not grieved or convicted, but you are condemned and you are um, beating yourself up and and then then that's one way to to determine, okay, maybe there's something that is, you're not relying and trusting in the finished work of Jesus Christ. You're relying and trusting in your own efforts. All in all, if you're more of, if you're thinking about yourself or if you're walking in your own strength or if you're condemned, any kind of self, self, self is yeah. probably a good indication that you're, you're moving away from this grace that God's given us. Well, those are helpful indicators to think about. What am I relying on? Those yeah. are great. So, Trilly, would you close our time today by praying this verse for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Well, God, thank you so much for who you are, that you are a good God, that you have given your grace and you've poured out mercy on undeserving sinners, that you've called us by name, and that those of us who have placed our trust in your finished work that we have been saved through faith. It is nothing that we've done. It is your gift, God, to us. And it is your own doing. You have made this. Before the foundation of the world, you say at the beginning of Ephesians, you had us in mind. So God, we thank you. We worship you. We celebrate you, God, for who you are in Jesus Our only boast is in you. You are interceding right now for us, and we thank you for all you have done that you've made a way to God the Father. Thank you for your sacrifice on the cross and that we could receive this grace and that you received wrath, Lord, and that you defeated death and you're interceding now. Jesus, we thank you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.